Spending some time reconnecting with nature this summer? Here's a camping hack from L.L. Bean to make your next trip the best yet. Tired of your tentmate's flashlights shining in your eyes in camp? Bring an empty half-gallon milk jug or clear water bottle. Simply strap a headlamp around it, and it becomes a soft white lantern for everyone to see the light. For more camping hacks, visit youtube.com slash L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. Welcome, everyone, to the Take It Home Podcast. I'm your host, John LaRocca. And on today's episode, I'm going to talk about WWE. I'm going to talk about WrestleMania, Night One specifically, and maybe a little AEW if we get to that, if we have enough time. But I really want to talk about what I've been seeing online a lot lately when it comes to WrestleMania. It's ever since that great moment when... Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn came together, that big hug, the big reaction. It's been all been building to that moment there for them. Um, you know, they announced the the match at WrestleMania, the Usos defending the unified WWE Tag Team Championships against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And it seems like every time someone puts that graphic out or 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 WWE puts the graphic out. Someone retweets it with, should be the main event. Should be the main event. Should be the main event night one. And you know what? Honestly, I'm in that same boat. If Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn win. But if they're not winning, you probably don't want that match to end night one. Because that would be a big downer, right? Um, when they announced that Charlotte and Rhea Ripley would be the main event of night one, um, I thought, you know, that's kind of like, kind of expected that match to be one of the headliners just because, simply because, you know, that's what happens now. You know, you, you <laughs> if you have a hell in a cell for the men, you got to have a hell in a cell for the women. If you have a hell in a elimination chamber for the men, you got to have a elimination chamber match for the women. The Royal Rumble match for the men, <laughs> the women have to have a Royal Rumble match, right? Same thing now with WrestleMania. There's going to be a men's main event of one night, and there's going to be a women's main event on a second night. It's just what it is nowadays. It's for, you know... All the people that complain, like the women don't get off an opportunity, you know, they need more time, they need more, you know, and so here it is, and that's what they, that's what they're doing. Do I agree? Should it? I don't agree in that. I don't think there should be a women's Royal Rumble every year. I don't think there should be um, a women's elimination chamber match, you know, just because, uh, you know, I just because all it just it just and it comes like shoehorned in, you know, like if there's a reason for a women's elimination match or a reason for a women's war games match i get it right but if it's just because we have to do for both genders it's lame right but that's the world we live in now and but i really think the reason one of the main reasons why Sami Zayn and kevin owens versus the usos are not going to main event night one is because i'm thinking the usos are winning this match but hooker by crook, of course. That's the 
I think that's the main reason because, and I, and I know people probably think I'm crazy. Like they should win it. They're back together. You know, people are gonna be disappointed, <laughs> but I, you know, there's still so much story to tell with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens together. There's, May, their chase for the titles just really begun. Now, I feel on night two that Cody Rhodes is going to beat Roman Reigns for the title. I think that would be a huge mistake if Cody Rhodes does not win night two. I think it's time for Roman to lose. <laughs> but I think if Bloodline loses everything on WrestleMania weekend... It's less interesting coming out of WrestleMania because what if Roman loses the titles, which I think he will, but the Usos don't. They retain, again, by hook or by crook. And Roman, the head of the table, Still trying to push around the Usos, specifically Jimmy. <coughs> Excuse me. And, but now, Jimmy can kind of fight back. Like, listen, listen, Us. <laughs> you know Tribal Chief no more. You don't have no championship. You have no, you know, no reigns. You know, you have no... Sp- you know, we're champions. We didn't lose at WrestleMania. You did. You know, you could, there's a lot. You could play with that. So the fractures of the bloodline could still be there. And there's an all new dynamic now with, with the Uso brothers, you know, having, you know, more power within the bloodline because Reigns has lost and lost all his power. And the chase could still be on with, Kevin Owens and, and Sami Zayn going for the for the tag team championship. I don't know if there's any Montreal shows coming up in the near future, but maybe you could do something like that, and, you know, for the title then or a future pay per view after coming out of that. I think. So I think. <coughs> excuse me, I was just talking to Gary about this on the other night. We we're both talking about <laughs> how after COVID, you know, we've all had these like tickles in our throat, and like for me, it's like since. I will say since, you know, last time I had COVID, I just been having this tickle no matter what. So I apologize. And I keep coughing on these, on these episodes. And granted, because I'm the one man show on these and, and it's I'm, I keep talking, but so I apologize for that. Anyways, back to the subject. I think that is the real reason why the Usos and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going on in the middle of that show. Now, who knows? Something could happen. I mean, I think I'm pretty confident right now that within with, with Dodie's creative for the main stuff right now, you know, with um, how they've handled Cody chasing the title while Sami Zayn is, you know, white hot. And a lot of people are like, well, how they're going to boo Cody. You know, if Sami doesn't win, they're going to boo him. Wrong. Right. People are still hot for Cody. They never lost it, you know. You know they didn't get hurt by Sammy not winning. Um, and I think the the Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns match just feels bigger than ever right now. So I think they're doing a great job, a great job with that. 
And and I think and I think with this tag team title match at WrestleMania, I think the Usos winning, they have a way where it's not gonna be negative heat on not gonna affect the, it, it's sure it's gonna bring the crowd down a bit, but it's not gonna take him out. Um it's not gonna take him out of the whole night. People are not gonna reject the rest of the show. Um and I I I think they're gonna be I was trying to think like scenarios, you know, they're of course easy stuff. Solo could interfere, could cost them the match, or or you know, stuff like that. But right now I was thinking about it. it was just last week that Sammy and Kevin Owens reunited. I watched SmackDown before I recorded night because I was catching up on that. Pretty solid show. Um, right now, you know, KO and Sammy are our buddy buddy back to back to the back to their old ways. It seems like. But what if something happens in a match where miscommunication? And Sammy Zayn ends up costing Owens a match. And then now you kind of get maybe that coming out of it. And maybe the this reunion we've been waiting for to happen gets taken away from us just for a bit bit longer. Just when we thought we had it. Now they make us want it. Now they're like, oh no, don't take it away from now. Now we gotta now we gotta kind of build it back a little bit. But but with this one coming out of it, you don't you know it's not gonna take as long, you know. But just a little roller coaster ride, um, and so that's why I think it's gonna be in the middle. I think there's gonna be some kind of kind of funky finish with the Usos retaining, and I think that's gonna lead to some really good television coming out of it, where Roman Reigns is the tribal chief, and he wants to just you know he's upset, he lost everything, and now he's looking to you know, regain control again. And now he's, you know, looking to push around the Usos again, push around, take his frustrations out on the Usos, especially Jay. But now Jay kind of starts standing up to Roman. Now he's a little not afraid because he's a champion now or still. <coughs> and Roman Reigns not. So I think that's going to be very, 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 very interesting coming out of, coming out of the show. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another thing I want to talk about WWE coming WrestleMania, this this just last night on SmackDown, they finally they finally had Ray 
answer Dominic's challenge for WrestleMania. He finally smacked his son. And I know a lot of people are like kind of cheesy on this angle, you know, like they're kind of <coughs> a lot of my Latin friends and Latin, actually a lot of, you know, uh, Latin um, fans online say this is not this would have be real you know this is mom would have smacked her son by now and dad would have took it took Dominic back to the woodshed by now you know but you know it's this is you know it's a soap opera right and they gotta stretch it out and again I think they've done a great job with this Ray versus Dominic storyline building up to this match at Wrestlemania um, I'll admit, like it at first, I wasn't really hot on this story, but and I don't think a lot of people were. But as they, you know, they kept they kept you know building on it, building on it, teasing it, teasing it, and they did some goofy stuff, but but also like very like pro wrestling entertaining stuff with like you know Dom and Rhea Ripley going to the the mysterious house at Thanksgiving and whatever, or New Year's or Christmas, whatever it was, you know, and just stuff like that was just very entertaining stuff. And I, I kind of honestly got into it and the, you could tell the crowd, the W crowds got into it. Um, I don't think there's any, a lot of crowd sweetening on those segments with those that people want to see Ray smack his punk kid or be a total punk. And this Friday was great when, when, Dominic came out again, getting his dad's face and, and challenging for a match and calling the coward, calling him, you know, a deadbeat dad or you know, not being there for him, etc. And then just just so happens that at this show, Ray's wife was there, his daughter was there, you know, and you know Dominic's mom and Dominic's sister were there. And then as Ray's walking out on his son, Dominic turns his venom on his mom and his sister and starts calling her a deadbeat mom as well. And you know, Ray's had enough, right? Go ahead. Say what he wants about me. Just don't disrespect your mom. And he just comes over and just smacks Dominic crowd goes nuts. Ray gets on the mic, says you want to match at WrestleMania. You push me too far. Well, you got it place explodes they're getting a lot of great close-up shots on fans reactions and this felt like just a big deal right and uh, and people are just going nuts and again another great booking creative move by triple h you know to who's been doing a great job with this build to wrestlemania and this has been the run of i think since 2015 when i actually was going to wrestlemania when i actually went here in santa clara I was, you know, this is the WrestleMania match. I was like, you know, that was the last WrestleMania I looked forward to because I was going there live. But this one, I'm really interested in a lot of matches. And I'm interested in Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. I'm not really hot on a story, but I know those two women are great. They're fantastic athletes, top, you know, top lady wrestlers out there today. They're just solid workers. Uh, they're going to get the time, they're going to get the spotlight in the main event, and no matter if there is a, a, a screwy finish with the Usos, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn match, or maybe Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens just win at WrestleMania, and even though they are in the middle of the card, I think the fans will be there for 
these two ladies because I think they're going to have a great match. Um, their last match at WrestleMania was very good. But, you know, it was in front of no people. It was the, you know, the 2020 WrestleMania. Uh, you know, no, you know, no fans, but those ladies beat the hell out of each other. Um, and I honestly, I w- I would say it's probably the best match at WrestleMania, um, that year. You know, so I think they're going to deliver, and it's another match I'm really, really looking forward to. One match I have a slight disappointment in. It's just because I'm not into three-way matches. Uh, just tired of them. Like, I'm tired of the multi, uh, multi-wrestler ladder match or multi, you know, six-way matches, four-way matches, and three-way matches. And and that's Gunther versus uh, Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. Um, I'm just just slightly like down on it because I want to see Walter in a singles match with Drew. I'd rather I'd rather have that. I know a lot of the rumor earlier on was Walter, sorry, Gunther <laughs> versus Brock Lesnar, and that would have been a great match. But I th- also thought that it was way too early to do that match. Um, I think that's a match you could do next year or maybe at SummerSlam um, this year. Um, and I think Gunther versus Drew is a very fresh matchup. You know, we saw um, Gunther and Sheamus are already, and they had a freaking classic match. And I just, you know, because three-way matches are usually the same in WWE. Um, you know, two guys, it's all starts with all three in the ring, ends up breaking one guy bumps the floor two guys in a ring one guy bumps up the floor and another the other guy comes back in and usually a finish happens where the person winning takes advantage of the other person who you know hit his finisher but then went for the cover and gets thrown off or knocked out and then the the someone steals the pin right which is probably gunther will do um i just rather have drew versus gunther you know just just a fresh matchup and they would have a great matchup. I still think the three way is going to be really good. It's just, I'm just tired of those, you know, matches. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe I'll, maybe this will, they'll still break my, uh, my thoughts on three way matches and maybe they'll, maybe it'll be like, Oh, that was a great one. And you know, those guys are good enough. They can, they can do that too. Um, a lot of other matches. I'm just, you know, there's a lot of matches on this show. Bianca, Bianca Belvers, Oscar, I think is going to be really good. Um, I like Bianca, I like Oscar. It's just I don't know. I'm just kind of not not really feeling that storyline as much. But I think they'll have a really good match. I know people were bagging on it, but I think Brock versus Almost is going to be uh, a fun deal for whatever it is going to be. It's going to be like three minutes long, maybe four minutes long. Uh, it's always, you know. It, a hoot to see Brock throw people around and made a little bit of anxiety too as well. Cause sometimes I'm just kind of nervous for these guys where they're going to land and what they're going to, if they're going to land on their heads or not, it's kind of, it's kind of nerve wracking a bit, <laughs> but I mean, seeing Brock try to, you know, throw around a seven footer. Yeah. It'd be fun. I just kind of wish um almost was, uh, I think if she, <laughs> I can't, I have the hardest time saying that guy's name. I just wish he was protected more going into this. But we've already seen him the last year beat by Bobby Lashley. We've always seen, you know, 
quickly eliminated off the out of the road this year. It's just, it's just, he's just kind of there, you know. I think he has potential. It's just I think we've already seen so much of him. It's it's just not, you know. Andre was protected from day one. Uh, so with Giants, you got to do the same thing. And we've already seen him lose to um, to Braun Strowman, which was actually was a really good match. I thought, you know, at um, the last Crown Jewel show, I believe it was. I think it was, it was November, uh, October, I believe, or or November. That was a really good match. Of course, we saw him lose to uh, Bobby Lashley already. So Brock beating him is just no big deal. I think it's just good the I'm just going to be entertained by. The suplexes and the slams that uh, that that Brock's gonna do. Maybe you know, maybe they'll have a good little 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 short match there. We'll see. But um, I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty I'm looking forward to that one. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Um, of course, night two, the main event: Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. Um, well, look it's been a, the build up's been fantastic. The story is there. What a story! That, you know he's going to win the title that the that the that they took from his daddy in the garden. Like it's just good stuff, classic pro wrestling stuff. And that's what Cody Rose loves to do. Um, you know he's he wants to do pro wrestling and and this the the promo between him and Roman Reigns I thought was just tremendous on Raw. Um, that's like the only thing I thought was really good on Raw that week. And, you know, this week on SmackDown, you know, he had a really solid match with Ludwig Kaiser of Imperium. And then, you know, the back and forth on the mic with Paul Heyman and and the announcement of uh, Sola Sokoa versus Cody at Raw this Monday and and Cody not backing down from that. Um, I'm guessing Solo's, you know, Cody's not going to, Beat solo. I, I'm guessing interference will happen and all that, and it'll be kind of be very, uh, very chaotic scene at the end. Probably at the end of Raw, I believe. I'm sure Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn will be involved. Maybe a whole three-way, you know, six-man brawl with the Bloodline and Cody and Sammy and and Kevin Owens. Then the end Raw. Hopefully, it'll be a, a hot moment. Um, because I think solos if if Cody wins, I think he will. I'm guessing Solo might be in the first challenger for Cody. I think, you know, with... Well, no, it'll be interesting. I'll just start just right now. Cody beats Roman. Roman doesn't show up on TV for a while, right? He's like, he, he's gone for a few weeks, maybe three, four weeks. And during that time, the Usos, still tag team champions... And Solokoa, Solo Sokoa, you know, are the bloodline, right? Roman hasn't been heard or seen, or you know, and Jay is taking taking the leadership, right? Maybe he declares himself the new tribal t- chief of the bloodline, and that brings back Roman, and then you know, you can just splinter off some great stuff from that. But I think Solo coming out of WrestleMania is going to be going to be um, Cody's first challenger. Might be the first. I think they're doing. I think it's called Backlash. Still, I think that first pay per view out of uh, Mania 
will be uh, Solo Sokoa versus Cody. And I can see Cody beating Sola there. And Sola, who's been undefeated since he's been called up to the main roster, um, uh, suffers his first defeat to Cody. So I think that's that that'd be a, a great thing. So um, I'm pretty stoked for WrestleMania. I, I think a lot of people are. Um, I just hear nothing but positive, you know, feedback from fans like, oh man, I look forward to WrestleMania. Um, I think this, they're just doing a great job. And now I'm, the big question of 2023 is like, this buildup for WrestleMania has been great. W's creative has been solid. Can they continue this momentum coming out of it? And that's going to be something to, to really keep an eye on um, after WrestleMania. And it's always interesting this, you know, because WWE seems to have used it usually on top of their game game when it comes to uh, you know the like creators gets better from January to WrestleMania, right? And then the rest of the time it's just all over the place. But with Triple H, you know when he finally took over from August since August the creators been good, like and. Not just January to, to WrestleMania, so I'm, um, you know, I, I, as long as he's still there and still in charge and all that, um, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm expecting the creators to be still be really, really solid um, in 2023. So uh, another match I forgot to mention, and what I'm looking forward to is that uh, John Cena versus Austin Theory was not a fan of the John Cena Austin Theory segment on Raw a few a few weeks ago where. Cena just truly really dressed down Austin Theory. He really made him feel like nothing. Um, and I can only... I felt like they did that because Theory is going over. And I hope he goes over clean, right in the middle. I hope it's a big statement match for Austin Theory. Because that, that kid's good, man. That kid's a star. That kid gets it. He's a hell of a worker. Uh, at such a young age, he does the little things. Um, he just has it. And... Him beating Cena is very important. Um, Cena winning, Cena doesn't need it. You know, Cena's an all-time legend. Um, a loss won't hurt him, but a win will only help Theory. Um, honestly, it's opening, I guess, night one from what I understand. I think they announced that. Um, I, I Instead of going the route of, let's, man, let's have them have this great match and Theory wins... I would I would just book theory to beat the shit out of him. Dominant win. Really, you know, destroy John Cena and beat him right in the middle. You know, that's the only thing that I think they could come out of this after that. You know, theory got dressed down by Cena. There's gonna be a lot of great matches on WrestleMania. There's two nights of it. You know, shoot, Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins is gonna be a very good match, and that's gonna be. Highly athletic, and um, you know Logan Paul's been hitting home runs since he's been you know turned uh, doing wrestling right since his debut at WrestleMania last year. When he when he appears on shows and has matches, he does a great job. He's a hell of an athlete, hell of, and he's a you know he's he gets it. And Rollins is great, so I think they're just gonna have they're gonna have a great match. So yeah, really, I don't think Austin Theory and Cena really need to be. This twenty-minute match, make it six minutes, man. Just total dominance. Um, that's what I would do. Now it's opening the show. 
would you book that to open a show? I kind of, I would probably, if I was gonna do that kind of match, I'd probably have it somewhere in the middle. But they're opening with it. I think it's a big. I think Austin Theory has to win for sure, and I think he will. I just don't want him to kind of, you know, cheat the win. I don't want him to kind of get some cheap win out of it. You know, I want him to be dominant. I want him to make a statement. I want him to, I want Cena to basically tip his cat to him, maybe, you know, at the end or something like, you know, like Cena saw the potential in this. Maybe that's why he dressed it down because he thinks he's wasting it. And now, you know, he let out that lion in, in Austin Theory and, 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 and Theory destroyed him, you know, so. A lot of cool stuff to look forward to at WrestleMania. So I'm pretty hyped for this one. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, AEW right now, I, I'm not really that excited right now for it. Um, MGF versus the Jungle Boy, Darby, and Sammy is just not interesting to me. One, because I didn't think they, did, they, did, they didn't do a great job at all at following up the angle they shot. Uh, two weeks ago with the remar bar mitzvah with MGF and the, the, the pillars and all that stuff. Um, Blackpool Combat Club as heels is not interesting to me. It's almost seems kind of forced and fake uh, because I don't believe Wheeler's being a tough guy. I don't believe Wheeler being this, you know, he's just mousy and kind of maybe he was like that kind of like, you know, if he was like a Sami Zayn, uh, sorry, Sami Guevara's trap of heel, yeah, but I just don't, I don't believe in Willie Yuta, I'm sorry. And Claudio's just Claudio. Like, he's just a good worker. Um, I think he's best as a baby face. And why are they, what a part of the Black Hill Club I don't understand is like, why would guys like Willie Yuta and, and Claudio be doing the things that Mox wants to do? Right? Why are they following him? Just because they're in the group? They're in the they're same fight club together? I just think it's kind of silly. Um, I just don't believe them as heels. You, especially Willie Yuta and Claudia. Mox, I, I guess. I think Mox really likes the idea of having a fight crew because he's, you know, big mark for mixed martial arts and you know, trains with Josh Barnett, and you know he, he he's just he loves the idea of being a part of a fight crew, and I just I don't know. I think it's a big a big waste, and of course the Omega came and page stuff wasn't that into it before, not into it now, and but just a lot of random matches are happening on um on Dynamite, uh, Jeff Cobb versus. Kenny Omega for the New Japan US title is going to be on Dynamite this week. Um, that's a great match I would have put on the Raw Bay pay-per-view. Man, that could have got some buys for you. You know, I mean, the ROH pay-per-views doesn't really seem that interesting. No matches are really like, oh, man, I had to see it. Like, Claudio versus Kingston, that's eh, okay. You know, multi-team ladder match, yeah, whatever. Stunt show, big deal. Uh, Mark Briscoe versus Smojo. Yeah, that'd be a good match, but Mark Briscoe and ROH been there, done that. I would love to see him on the main roster. 
I mean, nothing's really standing like, like, oh, you have to watch this ROH pay-per-view, right? It's just like, oh, it's, I mean, they already sold out, but like, I'm talking about pay-per-view buys. Like, what's making people like go in the extra mile to get that pay-per-view? Imagine if you had Kenny Omega and, and Jeff Cobb on that, and now it's worth 40 bucks. Now you can see, your, you know, that's a pretty big match and a pretty cool match. And it kind of fits on ROH more than it fits on Dynamite, really. Because Kenny Omega is defending a title that not even mentioned on AEW television. I think they've only mentioned it once, and that's when he won it in early January at the Tokyo Dome against Will Ospreay. But he doesn't wear the belt around. He, you know, they don't. If they mention it, it's probably on the the on the on the graphic there on the bottom. But I, you know, sometimes I don't even read those half the time. But like, if it, I mean, Excalibur might mention it in passing, but it's not focused on. It's not a title that the AEW fans even care about, right? So they're doing this match and they're throwing it on dynamite. And I just think it's Tony Khan's like, hey man, we gotta he needs to throw something out there because he just wants to get that that million viewers. He's trying to get back, he's just throwing stuff out there, you know. Um I think it fits better on the pay-per-view because hey, it's like you're trying to get more buys on this pay-per-view. That's a special traction match, right? Um so we'll, we'll, I just, I mean, I'm sure they're gonna have a great match. Jeff Cobb versus Kenny Omega is gonna be a really, really good match. Um, I believe Jeff Cobb would win the title here with probably with some shenanigans with the uh, Blackpool Combat Club getting involved and all that stuff. I think it's gonna be kind of a wild ending there, um, because obviously. <laughs> Kenny Omega as U.S. champion is not doing anything for AEW and New Japan U.S. champions. Not, you know, he's that's not he's not, not like they're even promoting it. So what they care if he has it? It's just a, you know, just get it off him and get Jeff. That'll make more sense for New Japan. And you know, you could do Osprey versus Kenny Omega again. A lot of people are saying it's probably going to be at the Forbidden Door pay per view. It doesn't need to be for the U.S. title. Just now, it's a, at this point, it's a grudge match, right? Um, so there's no need for that the U.S. title, in my opinion. Um, rest. I, mean, I was looking at. They're starting to throw a bunch of matches out there right now, and one of the matches they announce is Orange Cassidy, the the uh, the AEW International Champion versus the Butcher. I mean, we just saw on Dynamite this week the big bad Butcher, the guy that people. Which I just laugh when they say this. He could be like Stan Hansen. <laughs> no, the guy has no clue how to be Stan Hansen or even get even you know an idea what Stan Hansen is. He, he just because he's a big guy, he has a great look, but he's been th- doing a whole lot of nothing for since his debut in AEW. And we just saw him <coughs> this past Wednesday get in the ring with Sting, legend. But also 60 years old. And the Butcher's given these forearm shots that the six-year-old legend Sting is no selling. So what makes me think that the Butcher, who can't even knock down a six-year-old man, could beat up this little 
you know, guy in jeans, right? Like, it's just the goofiness of this booking. The Butcher and the Blade, they have a great look. Like I said, I thought they would have been, you know, when they debuted, they, de- they debuted in a very shocking manner coming out of the, out of the, under the ring. And I think they attacked the Young Bucks, if I remember correctly. And, you know, like, wow, they, these guys look like they could be something. And they just never did anything with them. They're just fodder for everyone, you know, from the Young Bucks to the Hardy Boys to, you know, now Steen Darby and now Orange Cassidy. Just, you know, um, they had their, was that in Ohio? They had their first house show, house rules card. And, you know, they did this angle to set up that six-man tag team match on Dynamite this past week with the Bushner Blade attacking Orange Cassidy and, and Darby, you know, fight, beating them up in the hallway or something. That's great. I think it's great they should do, do angles off, of high, uh, off, the, off those house shows and incorporate them in the television show. That, that's great, you know, like, you know, makes people want to be at the house show because maybe something's going to happen here. And But I used to love that when WWE would do it or, or WWF would do it. But they didn't, like, WWF didn't do they did an angle on a house show and they showed it on television. They weren't doing that with the cookie stores. You know, they were doing that with Bret Hart, Diesel, Austin, you know, Austin, et cetera, the top guys, not underneath guys. So I thought that was, uh, you know, a good, good idea, you know, but just don't waste it on the underneath guys. Waste, just use it for the main event guys. Um, Blackpool Comic Club, they're they're wrestling Dalton Castle and the boys. You know, not wrestling. Um, you would think after the attack last week, maybe the I don't who don't knows how hard how how bad the Bucks are supposed to be beaten up. I don't know, but maybe there's a match out of there. Something they could have done. Something more interesting than just Blackpool Comic Club beating up. The boys in Dalton Castle, and I sure hope not. I'm, gu- I'm guessing the Blackpool Combat Club is going to be mixed with the AEW Six Man Tag Team Championship, which is kind of a waste because even though there's a lot of people signed to the AEW roster, a lot of people signed to the AEW roster, a bunch of bunch of underneath guys, or just or or even less than that, just. Job guys, right? They have very little stars at this time. Top stars. Guys they can feature in main events. And I think, you know, keeping John Moxley stuck in his Blackpool Combat stuff and just a waste, you know. So we'll see how this. I'm excited for WrestleMania weekend. I'm trying to think what the shows I am watching. Uh, I may or may not watch Bloodsport. I haven't decided yet. That might be a a, a last minute decision. Um, uh, I am watching the New Japan slash Impact Wrestling Multiverse, uh, show show. Um, and I am watching the ROH card. Um, not gonna say who, but uh, got to got I've gone halves on these so on these and uh, you know. Kept cost low to watch some of these events. And uh, other than that, I'm going to watch NXT's TakeOver. 
<coughs> in the morning. And then, um, of course, I want to watch WrestleMania. And a lot of those shows I don't give a crap about. There's going to be a bunch of shows, but a lot of it's just a bunch of nonsense. Um, but those seem to be the main shows I'm going to watch. So, again, looking forward to next week. Um, and, I, and I think next week's going to be a fun. I, I might do like a retro show next week, I believe. Try to figure that out, which I want to cover. Maybe I'll cover WrestleMania. <coughs> but, yeah. Thanks for listening to Take It On Podcast this week. Again, I apologize for this cough, this tickle in my throat. It just won't seem to go away. <coughs> I'm wondering, like I said, if I maybe damaged something when the last time I had COVID because I was coughing a lot then. But Garrett was, I would talk about the same thing. It's like, man, we're bring, like, he's been having this little cough for a very long time. It's not going away. So, again, I apologize for the coughing. Uh, but uh, thanks for sticking with me. All right, everyone. Have a good weekend. Enjoy your Sunday. Enjoy. Have we have all have a good week? And I hope everyone who's traveling to WrestleMania in LA. Unfortunately, I'm not going, which really kills me because there's a lot of friends in town I want to see and I haven't seen for a very long time. But just the way it is, can't make it. Um, but for all you traveling and and you know, have a good time at the events, still be safe um, and be respectful. And everyone have a good time. All right? Take care.